everyone. Welcome back to Fossil Freeman Convos. How the fuck y'all doing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're coming right out the box with it. Today. How are you starting already? We just started. I'm hyped. Okay. Are you still, so hyped? still hyped coming off that last episode. Oh my gosh. Last that week's episode. One. That was so great. Um, as everybody knows, Tommy never lets me listen while he's uh, editing. So we sat through it. It was great. I laughed my ass off. And I didn't hear the finished product till it was up. Uh-huh. I didn't listen to it, I think, till maybe Tuesday. I don't remember. I don't, okay. think, I don't remember if it was Monday or Tuesday, because I listened to Come to Think of It first, which was also phenomenal. Yeah. And then I uh, listened to Coffee Cream. And I swear, at one point, I had to stop and run to the bathroom because I was laughing so hard at something Samad said. It was a really great uh, set of episodes, <laughs> I should say. We recorded yes. both episodes back to back. Yeah. And they both came out really, really well with the mm-hmm. four of us on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a lot of feedback about it. We sure did. Uh, a lot of people said the same things that they thought it was so funny. Um, and it was interesting and hilarious and just getting different uh, dynamics there. It was Absolutely. Great. And, you know, we really did have four points of view, or at least three and a half, because you and I see eye to eye on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But then we had Terrence from Vengeance mm-hmm. and Samad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're all different men, yes. the three of us. And, so, and, and then you add and you in the mix. The woman. Thank you. Yep. Okay. <laughs> the one that. point of view that comes <laughs> off less toxic than the rest. <laughs> Although I got to say, Terrence's point of view is uh, not very toxic. No, it wasn't. Uh, I think that he might have been the least toxic there. That could be true. Well, yeah. That kid's got his shit together, I'll tell you. He's great. Call him a kid, but that guy's in his 30s. He's wonderful. He's wonderful. I forgot to tell him that day, uh, the thing that I had told you that uh, when you die, he has to send me one text message a day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, so, <laughs> just so you can have my voice ringing in your head. Yes, because We're he so says similar. things so much that it just reminds me of you so much. It's so funny. I was like, I just need one message a day with something <laughs> rude and I'll be fine. Until you got to the with something rude, he'd probably be out. But if it's something rude, he'll just text you when he's pissed off at work or something, I'm sure. No problem. Gear for it. Thank you in advance. <laughs> You'll read it in my voice. Uh, yeah. You, listening to the things he said. I forgot what it was he said. He said something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. That is so Tommy's brother. Yeah. But I don't have, remember what uh, it was. We definitely have the same lineage there. Uh, <laughs> there were so many funny things. I think the, the, the one of the funniest things, and I, I keep laughing back at it, was that one, the, the question about what would you do if you had one hour left to live? Oh yeah, this kid. Was it Motorhead and Beer? Beer and Motorhead. Beer and Motorhead. Samad was having all kinds of sex. Yeah, and with his kid there, I don't. (laughs) We gonna get into that because he's not here. That's not what he said. I mean, oh my god! If you want to know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to that episode. You'll see. You guys, you have to listen. It was great. It was so much fun. Those episodes went over very well, better than I even expected. And like you know. I keep low expectations about everything all the time. That's Mm -hmm. how I keep from being disappointed with Mm -hmm. life. (laughs) But uh, checking the stats and everything, we earned enough listeners to get like whole percentage points in other countries just off of those episodes. That's awesome. That's great to hear. Spreading out. Thanks y'all for listening. Yes. Thank you. Thank Uh, you. Thanks everybody for contacting us, letting us know how you feel. Yes. Uh, If you're new, welcome in. If you're not, welcome back. We'd love to have you. Also, be sure, be sure to contact us with any questions or comments. We'd love to hear from you guys. It's so great. Coffee Cream and Convo at Yahoo.com. Hit the DM. Uh, Coffee Cream and Convo on Instagram. What's the other the email addresses, Tommy? 
Uh, you got Dead Savage Productions at Yahoo.com. Yes. And come to think of it at Yahoo.com. Hit us up. You can go to DeadSavageProductions.com. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's our website. You'll get links to all the episodes there, a little information about them. Yes. Uh, oh, we'll take you through Spotify, by the way, those links. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Check us out. Anyway, this week, this week, we were talking about relationshipy stuff. No. Yes. On this show? On this one. All right. <laughs> so we were talking about uh, relationships and uh, manifestation. What are we calling it? Manifest destiny. All right. So I was inspired uh, for this episode by Sierra's Prayer, which is a su- uh, track on Summer Walker's latest album, Still Over It. Have you heard this? I have not. Of course you haven't. Uh, I listened to a few tracks uh, because I did like her debut album and I was interested in how she was going to express herself on that album based on the things that happened in her life over the last year. Right. So for people who don't know, specifically Tommy, because we know how he feels about music. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Let us I know. don't listen to the stuff that's trash. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. I listen to some trash, but I'm very p- particular about which trash. I feel like you would, would like some of Summer Walker's songs. Like, based on some of the things that you, you like, I feel like yeah. some of them you would enjoy. But it's just got to come through. Like, I have to hear it. Yeah. Because as soon as something becomes a sensation, it's you, off of my table. I know. I know. I know. I know how you function. Like, you know, you know, I had Sirius in the car for a while. Yeah. And I mean, before I got fucking sick of nothing but trash. Oh, God. Anyway, I've heard a couple of Summer Walker songs yeah. and things that she had a part in. Yeah. That weren't horrible. Yeah. Just not enough to make me go out and be like, you know what? I'm going to download this and see what it's about. I don't remember what inspired me to listen to her first album. I cannot remember. It was something that I came across. And then I listened to the whole thing. And I liked it overall, but there was only a few songs that really like stuck with me. But it was enough to make me want to listen to this other one, especially after, like I said, the things that happened with her over the last two years that was all over social media. Yeah. So do you know about the producer London on the track? No, I actually thought that rappers were just yelling at because they don't know anything about <laughs> stuff. So like, they no. think that London is such a great thing that they want to throw it on every track. <laughs> I didn't know it was a person <laughs> at all. When I London on the track. Yeah. That's usually where I turn it. <laughs> Like that, that's why I love trash music because, oh like, when Pitbull comes on, as soon as I hear Mister Three Hundred Five or whatever the fuck his name is, uh, I know it's time to change the station. That's when I hear London on the track. Uh, it's out. Sorry. See, you feel about him the way I feel about DJ Khaled. That's when I stop listening. Uh, mm-hmm. I really like his his intros too because he gets that we the best music uh, right away, and I know no. now I can change it. You know what though? He was on. Uh, I don't. You probably don't know about a uh, Carib beer. It's a uh, this beer in the Caribbean, and you know Carib. Anyway, and hmm. uh, they did a song uh, recently, and it had, the, for the music video, DJ Khaled on it, and it was Shinsea, and I forgot the other person. But anyway, that was like the last thing that he did that I was like, oh, okay. He wasn't on the song, so it made it yeah. all right, but I'm not, I'm not a DJ Khaled fan either. I'm not. No, I know a lot of people are, and they'd be like, oh, but he's got the best the best views or the best sales or uh, whatever to, uh, they judge it on. I find him annoying. But it's... It's not hard to get <laughs> sales when you just take other people's music and do it again. <laughs> like, and, and I get it. I know, like, that's the life of a DJ, but I don't think that you should get famous and rich for not doing anything. Uh, I'm not. I'm you not. just get somebody to come in and do something over someone else's successful stuff. I'm not a fan that's of That's easy. It's like taking over a franchise. Hey, did you see where he did, uh, this is off topic totally, but there was somewhere where he did, um, like, uh, affirmations. 
No, oh, jeez. <laughs> I want to look for this for you and send and show it to you. It, it's it's funny. I mean, I like it because I I'm a big fan of you know those kind of things and I like affirmations. But mm. you know, he's he's weird. Anyway, moving forward. So, uh, her and London on the track. Her being uh, Summer Walker, they had a relationship and it was pretty shitty, based on what I I I saw. And uh, without getting too much into the story, because I don't feel like it's worth telling, really, based on you know what I'm trying to get to here. Okay. Um, it ended in heartbreak, and she wrote this new album. Oh. And now this is where the C- the singer Sierra comes in. I know you know who Sierra is. I do. Okay. I remember the cookies. <laughs> I had to stop Sorry, for a second. Wow, goodies. Yes, <laughs> yes, goodies. Good, okay. You know, Get your hand out the cookie jar. Yeah, I, I know. I, I see how you did that. I yeah. get it. I get it. Um, so, a little backstory on her. Sierra was in a relationship with that rapper Future. You, you know who Future is. Uh, let me tell you. Come on, let's hear it. I've heard, same as Summer Walker, I've heard some of his stuff. I was not impressed. So, I don't know. I could not identify him in a lineup. If you put a gun in my face, he's going to get away. He's uh. just another guy. With, with a gun in my face or something like I, I don't know who he is I don't care for his stuff I'm at least not, not what I've heard so far I'm not a fan I like uh the only uh song that he was on that I enjoyed was the song he had with Rihanna love and affection okay I like that that's it um but Sierra and future they also had a pretty shitty relationship okay um they had a kid together you hear that a lot yeah out there in the music business mm-hmm. and Hollywood and whatnot mm-hmm. um they had a child together little future junior and the relationship uh ended due to infidelity on future's part allegedly that's a good ad allegedly yeah i put that out there because i wasn't there i, I don't know so allegedly because yeah. i mean jada pinkett allegedly oh, cheated on will smith but then we found out after that whole red table thing <clears throat> it wasn't cheating it was not cheating so yes allegedly allegedly so Fast forward, Sierra is now married to Russell Wilson, who's the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. Indeed. I no, I don't know what year the relationship between Sierra and Future ended. No clue. But it was definitely before Sierra and Russell began their relationship in 2015. <coughs> I hope so. Well, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, so they, they began their relationship in 2015. They got engaged in 2016 and got mm-hmm. married that same year. Now they have two children together. And Russell is raising little Future Junior as his own, which, as as an aside, uh, Future Senior rapper mm-hmm. uh, is all kinds of bitter about that, and he's spoken publicly about it, saying that he doesn't want any person having a hands-on relationship with his son. But to me, that's like silly and petty because if your child isn't living with you full time, right? Wouldn't you want your kid to be in the best care in your absence? Yes, I'm, I'm not like other people. Okay, I don't. I can look past my own petty and my own pride mm-hmm. in order to see what's good for the the group, for the future. Right. This guy should have this down by now. Uh, for the kid, what would be best is to live in an environment where it's accepted and it's cared for mm-hmm. by everyone involved. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I don't know the specifics of this. This might be something where he doesn't approve of something that this guy does mm-hmm. or how this guy does things in general. Mm-hmm. So I don't know because I know if it's my child, it's going to be my way whether you're in the house and I'm not or not. Okay. If if it comes down to how something is going to be done, it's between the mother and I. Mm-hmm. If I say this and the mother agrees, that's how it is. I don't care how the stepdad views it. That. It's not his business at that point. He's voted out. Okay. Just living there, he's afforded that opportunity to be a part of the child's life, I think. And I think you can't. You can't discount that. Like You have to give him that opportunity to play the role, mm-hmm. but he's also got to play it 
uh, to a certain degree the way that the parents need it. Now, the way that I've seen this uh, laid out, it seems <clears throat> as though Excuse me. Um, he's not really involved. I don't know whether that's true or not, but that's the way okay. it appears, that he's not, future is not really Future's involved not really in his involved. child's life. So if you're not involved, <clears throat> based on how it seems, then what you worry for? Yeah, somebody's got to do the job. If somebody. you're not doing it, then, I mean, it's just like anything else. If you're not putting out albums, you're off the label. They're going right. to put somebody else in your spot. That, ex exactly that. So that's, that's. I mean, if it's if it, if that's not the case, somebody can correct me on that one. That's I'm, I'm here for it to hear that. But based on how I've seen it, it doesn't seem that he's involved. Either way, Sierra's married now and seems to be out there living her best life. Woo. Well, Way to go, woman. There you go. Uh, but I want to point out that I did say it seems like she's living her best life. I'm not yeah. saying it as like a jab, um, but just to show how it's different from the relationship that she had with Future and what's played out publicly with uh, Summer and London on the track. All of those their relationships was out there in the public. Yeah. Um, you, you got to hear a lot of details that I feel is nobody's freaking business. Um, and. I'm not saying that Russell and Sierra don't have struggles like all people in relationships do, I'm but sure it's, they do. it's not put out there on social media. And that's important. It is. And that's another sign. Like when you're talking about celebrities, like that's another sign or a signifier that it's probably going well. Yeah. Because when the drama hits, a lot of people run right to that, right to their fan base for mm -hmm. support. And, you know, like uh, they want people to tell them that they're right. Right. They want people to tell them that they're making the right decision, even mm -hmm. if it's not. Mm hmm. So. I, I think that uh, it's, it's nice to see that they're keeping their personal business to themselves because not everything is for everyone. Even like you and I, we share about our relationship with, you know, people that listen. And, uh, you know, we're a married couple and we're on a platform. So, of course, we're going to talk about relationship stuff, but we don't talk about that solely. Right. Yeah, I think that'd be kind of boring if we did. I think so. I mean, I, I know people are listening, are interested in hearing about relationships and things to do and things like that and and it's nice to share some of the, uh, the tidbits that we've learned along the way and things that we've picked up from other people but I don't think that we should share everything and we don't we share only a small percentage of things with you guys because we are both very private people Goddamn right <laughs> you won't catch us beefing online you're not going to catch us taking shots at each other because it's never broadcast I mean we take shots at each other while we're recording and stuff because but we're joking around when we're having a problem that's between us to figure out and work through and i feel like people forget that what's happening between you and your partner should stay between you and your partner yeah letting outside people in causes a lot of interference it does it's called outside interference for a reason now you know it's, it's funny because that's one of those things for me when i'm talking to married people i like to hear married advice from married people like we yes. got some really good advice before our marriage when we got married from some people um and I, I enjoy, I, I really took that to heart because uh, I think one person I'm thinking about in particular, they were married recently, their anniversary was 30 some odd years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to hear advice from people like that. My parents were married for 41 years. I want to hear some advice from them. I want to hear advice from married people because that's what we need. It's helpful. I, I, I'm not really looking to hear from my single girlfriend about what I should do with my husband. Right. I'm not going out and asking my father what to do. As I mentioned quite a bit, uh, that guy's working on his fourth wife right now. Yes. So perhaps what he's looking for in a relationship uh, uh -huh. is not what I'm going for. No. Also, if he's going for the same thing, doesn't look like he's doing it right. You had a lot of tries with this. I mean, the guy's almost 70 years old. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we'll see. Maybe in 20 years we'll hate each other and 
we'll come back and do an episode about that. Oh dear, it'll be our last one. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm I'm not, not, not I'm not even trying to speak on that. I'm just saying I just feel like that it's better to hear marriage advice, marriage advice, get marriage advice from married people. That that's what yeah, I, good I people who have lived it, mm-hmm. and also not y'all like new potato people. Like y- y'all just got married and whatnot. It's still small for you. I want to hear about the couple that's been together for 15, 20, 25 years. I, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's... I've gotten some pretty decent advice from people that have been married for less than 10 years. Mm-hmm. Well, in another 10 years, go back and see if they have the same advice. Uh, I don't know. Well, that's that's the key. We'll see. <laughs> because also, you know, relationships like anything else have seasons. Yes. You know, sometimes that advice might not be right for you, but then further down the line, maybe it will be. That guy that's been married for eight years... He might have some advice for me since I haven't been married for 10 years yet. Yeah. That will sink home or sink in home, you know, and, and then later on in life, I can say, oh, well, didn't really need that. Mm-hmm. But now it might apply. Yeah. So I'm not devaluing advice from people who've only been married a little while. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't seek that out. And I'm, I pick through anything anyone says all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't just take advice. I don't even take my own advice, even oh, when I know gosh. I'm right. Oh. That ought to tell you something about advice. Oh. No comment. You know, I learned from a guy a long time ago. Oh, was this a married guy? He was, <laughs> okay. uh, at least twice before he died. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the best advice I got from him was believe nothing that you hear and only half of what you see. Then you're on the right track. You don't need that for marriage. That's a good piece of life advice. Yes, which, you know, marriage is a part of for oh. some people. Sidebar, which reminded me. For more advice, check out the episode we did, A Note to Self. Yes. That was a that good, was a good that, one. Yeah, that's reminded me of that. We talked about uh, things that we would tell our younger selves, and that would have been a good piece. Did we talk about that in that one? I don't even remember. Marriage? marriage no, no, advice? no. That, that advice that you just said that you got from oh, that guy. Oh, shoot. I don't know. Sometimes I'm just a wealth of knowledge. Oh, God, nerd. Um, I don't know if we talked about that one in, the, in that episode, but we definitely touched on a lot of things. And uh, so definitely go check that out. Uh, it's called A Note to Self. So, self. A Note. <laughs> Note to self. That was the last episode of season two. Do you remember? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the one. Okay. Last episode, season, season two. two. All right. So moving oh, on. Don't don't go yet. Oh God. No, no. Wait, wait till after this episode. And go over. <laughs> Let's finish talking about a uh, manifest destiny first, and Gross, then please. head over and check out a note to self. And when you're finished checking out a note to self, go check out Come to Think of It, Kyle Rittenhouse episode. And then when you're done with that one, then you can go and listen to uh, Coffee Cream and Convo's last week's episode, Fancers. Yes. Okay, go. <laughs> and then when you're done, you can actually start from the beginning and listen all the way through. We got some great episodes. Yeah, we'd episodes. really appreciate that. <laughs> Y'all will appreciate it too. Like. You will. You will. We got some good stuff in there. Anyway, uh, so back to uh, Sierra and Russell's relationship. Yeah, let's do this. So people watched their relationship blossom and they started asking, you know, like, how did they find their way to such a healthy relationship? And one of the things that Sierra had mentioned, besides doing couples counseling, was saying that she prayed for him. Now, when she said that, I remember women on social media were like going crazy, Mm -hmm. wanting to know what the prayer was so that they could say it. Wait, so that they could also get the same guy? Like, does she say one just for... The specific was she well, praying for this guy I'll, I'll, i'm gonna get into that i'm gonna get into it so hold on hold, hold your horses pump your brakes all right i don't have horses <laughs> i don't trust horses sugar 
Yes, because of sugar. Can you share the story with sugar of sugar real quick before we get uh, into uh, Sierra's prayer? All right. <laughs> so here's I am. This is why. <laughs> this is why Tommy hates horses. Go ahead. I don't hate horses. I just don't have them. Okay. This is why Tommy doesn't have horses because there aren't more reasons why we don't have horses. Continue. I mean, it's it's the starting reason. All okay. the others are negated because okay. of the first one. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> go, go ahead. So I'm on this field trip. It's a summer field trip, no less. How old were you? Uh, I was nine. Go ahead. And this field trip was to our teacher's house. The whole class went. This lady had a, a huge horse farm, uh, like the big lake on it and everything. Mm -hmm. It was great. They had sheep. Uh, we were watching all kinds of farm stuff. Uh, little kid party things. There were parents there and whatnot. Mm. It wasn't just like a your teacher and her husband are going to molest you here. Oh, my God. So part of this was that you get a ride on the horses. She had a, a bunch of horses. Mm -hmm. So I'm on sugar. And there's this other kid on the horse behind me. And there's a, a Clydesdale going next to us with another girl on it. What kind of horse was sugar? She, uh, I don't know. Okay, go ahead. Just, it was a regular horse. What color, <laughs> what color was sugar? Sugar was brown. Okay, I'm just trying brown to Brown sugar. Uh, they, see? Yeah, that was see? the beginnings of that for you. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm yeah, we're lucky we ended up at this spot oh my after this. Gosh. I'm just I've heard this story before I'm just trying to paint the picture in my head because I didn't I didn't have that detail carry on though sugar so brown sugar <laughs> it's a bunch of little kids you know little kids can't shut the fuck up mm. so the kids allowed teacher and her husband are trying to lead the horses and her idiot neighbor for some reason and this woman was elderly so maybe she was just not dumb when she was young and she was getting there mm -hmm. or maybe it was just because of where she lived mm -hmm. i don't know I, I don't remember where they lived because i was little it was somewhere in pennsylvania and it was out in the middle of fucking nowhere okay this lady comes up near the horses on a riding mower and she's shouting to the teacher oh what's going on are these your school kids and the the tractor mower is clearly scaring the horses mm -hmm. this lady doesn't give a fuck mm -hmm. she's getting closer and closer and shouting louder so the horses start making noises they're like trying to scur scurry away from the fence where this lady's at with the, the lawnmower. Mm -hmm. And the girl on the Clydesdale just lets out this ear-shattering scream. Oh, my goodness. And that was it. The horses fucking had it. She she fell off the horse and got kicked on the way down, mm -hmm. uh, fucked the leg up, didn't break it. She was lucky. Uh, the kid on the horse behind me, as soon as that shit started going sideways, he jumped off. He didn't get hurt at all. Mm -hmm. My dumbass. <laughs> I'm not letting this fucking horse get the better of me. Mm -hmm. I'm holding on to the saddle horn. It rears up. I'm scared as fuck. Comes back down. I'm like, aha, king of the world. <laughs> Never been on a horse before. Didn't realize it's going to kick up its ass end after that. So I'm still holding on to the saddle horn. It kicks up its back legs. <laughs> I go over to the horse's head. Uh, I land. Arm first. My arm hits the ground. My head hits my arm. Breaks both the bones in my wrist. Left or right? Uh, left. Mm -hmm. Bunch of stitches all over the fucking place. Phenomenal. Uh, Is that the scar? That's the scar you have on your eyebrow, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's one of them, yeah. Mm -hmm. I got another one right above it on my forehead from that. A couple <laughs> on one of my arms. Uh, not to mention the couple of broken bones there. Mm -hmm. And this was the first time mm -hmm. I, I came conscious to someone talking about how I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> so all the little kids were crying and screaming and, you know, the teacher and her husband are huddling together all like, I'm talking like 20, 25 yards down the driveway from me because mm -hmm. they left me there for when the, <laughs> the paramedics showed up. They didn't want the kids around a dead kid. Mm. So I wake up, push myself up off the ground, not realizing I'm all fucked up, going, how the hell did everybody get down there so fast? So I'm walking over and the teacher turns around and she goes, Oh my God! 
oh my oh, god and she's good look at you and i'm like the look at me what and she's like look at your wrist and i looked down at my arms and i seen that shit was shaped like a z because oh, not only did the bones Ugh. break but they separated Ugh. and the front of my arm ended up on top of the bones Grr. to the rest of my arm disgusting oh, after that god. i just didn't like fucking horses mm. it was cool i didn't feel anything from the shock all the way up till we got to the hospital and this guy's like rubbing my arm and shit and i'm like this guy trying to suck my dick or something oh my god oh and then he god. set the bones and ruined it so yeah after that decided i'm never getting on a horse again maybe i'm older now like i can own a firearm i'll get on a horse it throws me off i'll shoot it feel better about it but for the longest time i wouldn't get on a horse i won't own a horse if it's free and i have money to raise it i won't get it so that's the story of tommy and the horse and this is why he will not hold his horse or pump his brakes that's right i do not hold my horses i'm a big fan of brakes though safety first oh dear so summer walker yes summer walker so isn't that the, a type of horse stop it i'm pretty sure I, I don't know i'm gonna google this um but anyway so summer uh walker's album drops and on that the last track on the album is sierra's prayer or at least a version of sierra's prayer oh, so that's the name of the track the like she didn't track. just talk to sierra and this is what sierra said no sierra okay. uh was on the track saying her prayer as the closing oh. yeah and i listened to it and i thought it was beautiful now i'm not a church going person i don't do organized religion which i've said this before mm -hmm. but i do believe in the power of prayer to who i think is you know the higher power source whatever you want to call it um and i believe in manifestation and i believe in speaking what you want into existence and i know that what's for me will come to fruition i'm a hardcore believer in that you know that about me yeah um i know you're not the one for prayer either but do you believe in manifesting things not so much. I believe in working for things. You work for something, you can make it happen. I agree with that. That's definitely part of manifestation. It's not just about saying the prayer. And that is one of the things that I think people are missing. Uh, one, one, well, one thing is that the words that she spoke were specifically for her and what she wanted. That's important. Yes. And we don't know what other work she put in aside from the prayer. Exactly. She could have been hitting the gym. She could have been hitting those self-help books. Right. Um, in the prayer, she isn't just talking about finding a husband. I mean, she does say that's what she wants. Right. Um, but she prays for herself as well, as well. And that's one of the things, too, that I feel like people aren't giving as much consideration to. Yeah. We brought this up on Come to Think of It pretty early on mm -hmm. in the first season there. Mm -hmm. And you know, I was actually surprised at how big a deal people made about it yeah. when it was going down. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I agree with that. Like, you can't can't just pray for something good to happen to you you have to put yourself in a position put where you. you can receive it yep absolutely there you if go. you're trying to if you fellas mm. if you're trying to get a good woman mm -hmm. you're not going to get a good woman by being a scumbag mm. you can hang on to a good woman for a little while mm -hmm. but it ain't gonna be right no it ain't gonna be right she's mm -hmm. gonna smarten up sooner or later no matter how much you beat her or tell her it's her fault sooner or later that good woman's gonna leave she ain't a good woman anymore mm -hmm. you ruined her now well, be ashamed of your damn self oh my gosh well the thing is like i said people are and like similar to what you said people are so caught up in wanting a good person but they forget that they have to be a good person themselves exactly you, you get what you put out man. facts you can't have all these expectations about what you want in a partner without being a good partner or even a good person i mean shitty people can have a shitty partner shitty, yes that's shitty true. people find each other all the time i got a sibling that can mm -hmm. fucking attest to that it's not terrence either it's not terrence mm -mm. uh for good reason mm -hmm. 
you've not met anyone in my family to that effect. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, I mean, shitty people need people too. Can't just go around being a good person all the time. But if you're one of those people who wants a good person, you have to be a good you person. You have to be a good you, person. You, get what, you attract what you put out. If you're putting out scumbag vibes all the time, you're yep. going to get yourself in the scumbag situations all the time because other scumbags are going to gravitate to you, whether it's to make you a victim or to make you a friend. And, you know, then y'all go on and do scumbag shit together. Yep, that's right. You got these uh these men are out on the Internet dogging women out for not being fit and not being not only being interested in like the superficial things. But meanwhile, they can't spell worth a damn or just plain right. ignorant, you know, like uh, Kevin Samuels and his ilk uh, shots fired. Anybody who knows what I'm talking about when I said shots fired, you know what it is. I don't like that you said ilk. Because <laughs> his fan, his fan base is not going to understand what you're talking about. You're right. His fan base. To that just to made yes, you right. a lower quality woman. No, it did not. I'm it a sure high did. quality woman. Yeah, wait till he hears it. Listen, <laughs> I said what I said, and if you're offended, you're offended. I don't care. I don't like Kevin Samuels. I don't like what he stands for. And I don't like the people that stand behind that, that that follow his every word like he's right when he's really a man that doesn't like women. <clears throat> yes. Anyway. I just had this conversation with the guys I used to work with the other day. Mm. That man does not like women. One of y'all put way too much stock in that dumb bitch. Kevin Samuels? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I called him a bitch, too. Remember on our Facebook? Yes. I, I, I heard. Yeah. Anyway. Moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward. Uh, have you ever heard of uh, B. Simone? B. Simone. It sounds familiar. I can't place it, though. She's a rapper, uh, internet personality. When I first came across her, she was doing like uh, different funny videos on Instagram. Okay. Um, she's also on Wild and Out. You watched Wild and Out before with the, the boy, the Hebrew Israelite one? Oh, no, uh, that uh, that falls under the category of trash. Oh, okay, never mind. I did like uh, Wild and Out for a, a while. Nick, Nick Cannon, that's his name. Um, she's on it. Uh, so last year, she caught some heat when she said something similar to what we were just talking about. She was talking about manifestation and she was telling women that if you want a good partner that has a great job or that he's, you know, built or, you know, like exercise a lot, whatever. Yeah. Um, in order to manifest that, you have to be that. So it if makes you, sense. If you want a man that has a good job, you should go out there and get a good job. Work hard. If you want a man that's diesel, you should go spend time in the gym and getting yourself together. Yeah. If somebody wants to be diesel like that, it's usually because they like the way muscles look. Well, there you go. So if you're going to be a, a fat tub. You ain't gonna get you a fit, honey. Love me a fat tub, boy. Anyway, uh. <laughs> I, look, I say it all the time. Even a broke clock is right twice a day. You get lucky sometimes. Sometimes that scumbag gets that good woman and hangs on to her oh, until she's God. worthless, and she never leaves. She just puts up with it for life. Oh, that's that's what she's <laughs> destined to do in her eyes. You get lucky sometimes. Can't count on it though. You want to be happy, you can't count on luck. Uh, anyway. Like I was saying, but I didn't. I, I got lucky. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want those things, you should be those things. And a lot of women were really offended by what she said, saying that it's a lot of pressure on a woman to be perfect and that women should be accepted as they are, which I agree. I mean, I want to be accepted as I am, yeah, but you can't expect greatness and not bring greatness to the table in exactly. Return. So I agree wholeheartedly with what she said. I agree with both sides of that. Mm -hmm. You have to accept the person for who they are, yes. but that doesn't mean you have to love them. Huh. I can, if I didn't like who you are, mm -hmm. I didn't have to stay with you. No. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I, I do have to accept who you are. Right. You can't get into a relationship intent on changing someone because that's just going to fuck everything up later on. When people change like in that way, yeah, 
that's only one person changing. Right. But if you're going... The other person didn't change. It's not going to... It can fuck everything up. If one person's changing and the other's not for whatever reason, mm-hmm. it can fuck everything up. But what what she was saying makes a whole lot of sense to me. Because of course. we have these high expectations. And yes, you want, you know, the handsome husband that has this great job and has these cars and has all these this and has all these that. Yeah, everybody wants yeah. to be able to have an easy life. But you tell me you come in there with your two hands empty? Like you have nothing else to offer? Yeah, yeah. You can't expect that without having something to offer in return. And that's what she was saying. That was a message that she was trying to get across. And, <clears throat> excuse me, these women were furious with her. They sound like trash women. Those are the women who, instead of saying, you should accept me as I am because they're an acceptable person, mm-hmm. they say, accept me as I am because they want to use it against you in the relationship you mm-hmm. knew i was this way you can't just accept me for that right. no i cannot accept that you suck dick behind my back <gasps> that doesn't make you a good person it always comes back to sucking dick for you boy i'm telling because that's what <laughs> fucking happens out here people sucking dicks all over the place it's not just women i ain't putting women down okay dudes be running around sucking dicks behind oh, your back too oh dear Mm-mm. facts moving on because i'm not getting into that one boy Whoo. well is this because you know something about russell wilson that the rest of us don't no that's nothing to do with him all right okay um, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Nope, not nope. I'm not talking about that man. Sierra's happy. That that's it. I, I don't know yeah, anything about his personal business. I, I have no idea. Hey, maybe she does, and she's cool with it. And she's cool, and that's and that's fine too. That's okay. If you like it, I love it. If that's what makes the relationship work, and she's okay with him dibbling and dabbling on the side, kind of ah. like how Will Smith is okay with Jada doing whatever she do. Bingo. It it, it works for them. Keep it going. If she want to go ruin a perfectly good oh comic God. book series on Netflix and oh stuff, then she can go do that and Will <laughs> don't care. Because Will's going to get in there and play roles like Hancock. Hmm. And then they could talk when they're, you know, in their old age about how shitty their careers were at the end and how that red table thing was their last hurrah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I just wanted to talk about... <laughs> Couples goals. I'm moving on. Nope. <laughs> that is not my goal. I just want you to know that. I would like you to be faithful to me. Yeah, I mean, that's the plan so far. Okay, I, I, I don't share. Just want to put that out there as well. Anyway. I don't have enough patience for two women in my life. I never have. I know I've, that's I've true. never been the other person in a relationship. I've never had a relationship with... All right, well, I had a relationship with two people at the same time, but mm-hmm. they knew about each other. And it wasn't like we were like... Like, when I was in one area, I lived in one area. I was with one person. Then I lived in another area for a piece of time. I was with that person. Like, I never had two at once just because it's too much work, man. I mean, a little bit of fun, like a one-night thing or here and there, mm-hmm. more than one person, that's different. That's sex. But for a relationship, I can't fucking do that. Yeah, you don't have the patience for that. I don't. I, I, I don't, I know, I don't yeah, have the temperament for things like that. No. I don't like people enough, first of all. Nope. And to find two people that I like enough to put up with all their shit all the mm-hmm. fucking time yep. at the same time. That's a lot. It's really hard to fucking it's do. It's a lot of personality for you. I don't even like me most of the time. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. So, manifesting. <laughs> I'm going to share this a little bit about my own personal experience with that, with my, with regards to relationship. When it comes to like life stuff, I can manifest some stuff. I've manifested the shit out of some shit. Okay. Um, if I want something, like I said, if I want it, I go after it, I make it happen. Um, so interestingly, when, and I, I know I've talked about this, I talked about it last week. When I met you, a relationship wasn't really the thing that I was looking for. Yeah. You knew that. Boy, um, did I. <laughs> but that, that, you know, I was open to whatever may come. And that was, I made that very clear to you. Pause. Stop it. <laughs> You're so childish. Oh my gosh. 
interruption has been brought to you by Come to Think of It. Oh, goodness. Find us on Spotify, Pandora, or anywhere you take your podcast. Uh, Are you done? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, great. So. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Gotcha. Uh, But you know know how I felt. You know I was open to a relationship if that happened, but that was not what I was going into it with that in mind. Yeah. Um, Prior to being with you, uh, I had dated on and off, but I had spent majority of the time alone i had been in a relationship that had ended maybe a year before you and i got together and when that was over i don't want to be with anyone i'd been through too much i spent time i needed to have time by myself working on myself for myself um i had to heal from that relationship and all the things that happened in it and that came along with it and there was a lot you know about a lot of the things that happened yeah because of that um it affected like almost every aspect of my life and it was it was really fucking traumatic um, so I spent a lot of time just doing self-work, like reflecting, self-correcting, exploring parts of myself that I didn't know that I had issues with or that I could do for myself, by myself. And I realized that self-work is part of manifestation through that. Okay. I realized that I knew what I wanted just by spending all that time with myself. I was able to understand what I wanted and what I needed. I feel like that's an opportunity a lot of people don't give themselves, especially after a relationship. A lot of people just want to jump right back into it and Mm -hmm. feel that feeling again. But whether it's you that needs to heal or you that needs to change, Mm -hmm. neither one of those things can really happen if you jump right into a relationship with someone else because you're just putting it on the back burner and it's going to come up again. Absolutely. And I think that that's part of what people are missing from Sierra's prayer. As beautiful as it is, and praying for what you want, self-work is the way to go to get what you want. Understanding yourself is a way to get what you want. Being able to put in the work to make yourself a better person for yourself, not for anybody else, for yourself is a way to to go about that. So there's one thing that I can look back on and I say for sure that I knew that I wanted from a partner, even though I wasn't seeking one when you and I were together, Mm -hmm. uh, had first, you know, started talking and stuff, uh, was that I wanted to be understood. And I feel like you understand me in ways that I need and that a lot of people don't understand me. You listen to me when I say things, even if I don't express it fully to you, right? Uh, you understand what it is I'm trying to say. Even if you don't fully understand, you try. I do what I can. <laughs> in last week's episode, you said something to me that really hit me. And in the moment, like I didn't say anything about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't even say it to you after I listened back. I didn't say it to you up until now. Oh, so you've been hiding shit from me. Yes, I've been hiding all of this shit. See how quick it got toxic right there? <laughs> um, but it's something that uh, I want to point out because it really reminded me of how much you understand me and how much you're giving me what it is that I really need. Uh, that's really important to me. So in last week's episode, when we did some of the fan questions, one of the questions that I asked was, would you be mad if your partner cried for X dot? Yeah. And... Although you said that you would be upset depending on which ex it was, which, you know, if it was the one that I just mentioned, then fuck yeah, you were within your rights to be upset because why the fuck would I be crying? Um, You also said, and I had to quote this, I had to go back and listen to quote you exactly what you said. Okay. You said, I know you and I understand that certain relationships, although they are not what they used to be, have a place inside you and is sensitive material. Yeah. And that might sound like nothing to anyone else, but for me, that really hit me and really made me see how much you see me. I don't mourn the end of any relationship that I've been in. When a relationship right. is over, I might be heartbroken, and, but I look at everything as a lesson. 
and I can look back at it, at it and see where I went wrong and take accountability for my actions and do the work, you know, so I can be better. But that really made me realize how much you understand how I function. Right. You see that part of me that a lot of people don't understand that. Like, I know other people would look at that and be like, well, why do you care? Why do you take that part, those things to heart? Yeah, like this future guy not wanting this other dude to raise his kid right. <sighs> you want me to treat your kid like a scumbag because you don't like me? Right. Look, you got the pussy. I'm getting the pussy. Like, that's, <laughs> that's where it is. <laughs> this little motherfucker going to be around. I'm willing to be a nice guy to him. You want me to be a fucking jerk instead so you I feel guess. better about dissing the kid? I guess. But for me, that was something that showed me a lot. It just shows me how much you understand. A lot of people don't understand how I think and the way I look at things. Right. But that just showed me how much you understand how I work and how, how much certain things mean to me. Even if the person doesn't mean much to me, it's the lesson that means a lot and it's sensitive to me. Yes. And, you know, what more can a girl ask for? I appreciate it. Well, that's good. That's very sweet. This is where I would normally tell Samad to stop trying to suck my oh, dick. Oh, my gosh. I'm not gonna, oh, I almost said something I shouldn't say. Oh, shit. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> anyway, it's true, though, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that was one That was one of the most important things to me. I wanted to be understood. Um, it's important. If yeah. you don't feel understood, you'll never feel really, truly welcome and at home yeah. with the person that you're with. I don't feel understood by a lot of people. Like, I, mm. I definitely look at things in a very strange way but you tend to look at things in a very abstract way in the same way that i do mm -hmm. and it, it, it really shows you really you have no idea anyway i have a, a rather profound way of looking at things myself and i think that goes or, or speaks a lot to how we ended up where we're at mm -hmm. because i'm i'm not easy to understand like when people hear my logic uh the way i put it a lot of times usually if i say it right away or blurt something out it comes out all wrong mm -hmm. uh, it's still right you're just offended by it because you don't get it. But when I break down the logic and everything and uh, show the work as I used to harass you with in the school, <laughs> then people start to understand it. But they don't ever really understand how you get to that point. Right. Like I'm at the point I'm at because I, I spent a lot of time looking at me. Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time by myself and I spent a lot of time with other people being unhappy, watching how other people fuck things up, watching how I fucked things up. Mm -hmm. Like if you can't learn from that stuff, you're just fucking yourself over. And that's a problem that a lot of people have. They don't learn from their mistakes. They right. blame the other person. Oh, well, this person did this. This person did that. He went out and he fucked this person. And then right. he came back here and he gave me this and all that. But right. what were you doing? Exactly. Were you just sitting there letting him walk all over you? Exactly. Were you driving him to do that? Exactly. I mean, I realize that's two different things. Mm -hmm. Driving someone to do something because, you know, scumbags will use that as an excuse. Mm -hmm. Well, you didn't suck my dick. So I went and got my dick sucked somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Could have just left your ass for not sucking dick. But instead, you got into this situation, and then if you're letting the person walk all over you, that's still your fault. Right. You got to work on that part of you. You got to right. you got to stand up and right. say, I'm not going to take this from the next person. Right. I don't want this anymore in my life. Right. Until you do that, you're just going to keep accepting the same trash. Exactly. That's how you end up with bands. Ah, never mind. Oh boy. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna just leave Kanye West alone. Today. Oh jeez. You know Kanye West said that he's uh, that God is gonna bring him back to Kim Kardashian or something to that effect. Like he's convinced. And this is why I don't believe in manifesting he, destiny. He he is he's convinced. I, I I think that's different though. This this is this is his uh one of his pathies speaking. That that's the. just my opinion. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I don't. He really doesn't see what the issue is with his behaviors. He don't see it. So. No. <laughs> I feel like he's one of those people who has too many yes men. He does. He absolutely does. Because 
you've seen him and his outbursts and clearly something is wrong he needs somebody to really you know put his ass in check and yeah, uh, like a prescription yes i feel no. like that's part of what happened with him and kim like that's the reason why they were not together because she could not help him help himself or however so like they're not together at all no she's with uh pete davidson Who? The f oh the guy from snl mm -hmm. god you poor idiot uh-huh yep that's all right he wasn't that funny anyway he this is a very strange looking individual i feel like his comedy will be better after this relationship fails oh god not that i'm wishing that on him mm. i mean if, if y'all are happy and you can make a person out of that thing then oh my god rock and roll man which thing are you referring to the him or her the cartrashian oh my god i'm not mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. nope you know if it works for them and she's happy with that go for it that, that's I, I got nothing i got nothing i don't know <laughs> um, I'm not sure how she was with uh, Kanye at all. I have no idea. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure he has a an interesting personality uh, when he's very level. Like if you listen Maybe. to his, his early work and listen to the lyrics he puts in mm -hmm. and catch him in an interview where he's like really coherent. Yeah. Then you can see he's not he's not brilliant, but right. he's not stupid. He's an intelligent man right. and he's got a, a an interesting way of looking at things. So I'm sure that at you know at least he was interesting. And, you know, that's what she's seen in him. That's a setup for failure, though, because it's like yeah. like that last relationship that we uh, we just referenced again. That yeah. particular person, I told you when he was good and he was, you know, on a level. Yeah, he was great. Like, absolutely amazing person. But when he was not, uh, yeah, you, you, know you. you know, I, the rest, you know, the rest. I've been one of them myself. So, mm -hmm. so it, it happens to the best of us. It doesn't work. That does not work. That's one of those things that you have to figure out. Yes. You have to look at things and mm -hmm. that's that's one of the things that you learned from that relationship. Yes. This is a behavior. This is a pattern that happens yep. and it's never going to change. Right. With this particular person. Right. You got to you got to know what you're after so that you know what to look for. Exactly. In that way, in 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 the way that if you want to be with someone who cares about how they look, someone who looks good. So whether it's fit or you like thick girls but not fat girls, whatever it is, whatever exactly it is that you're looking for, you calibrate your life to that. All right. I'm not going to be a real fit guy, so maybe I'm not going to get a real fit woman. Mm -hmm. If you feel like there's a problem with you getting a fit woman, then you have to do something like that. Because like I mentioned earlier, a lot of times people who are fit or into fitness are attracted to people who are. Mm -hmm. If you're into whatever, if you like selling drugs, then you got to find somebody who likes <laughs> selling drugs with you. Find a woman who go cook up in the pot for you so that right. you can sell that shit. You got to find in that way. I believe that you can manifest uh, things into your life you change the way you live your life you start hanging out with better people better opportunities come your way mm -hmm. just like when you're poor you live in in squalor you you never get anything better than that because you can't get out of it the people around you live the same the only way to get out of that is with some kind of opportunity to move along to something else and if you don't have uh, a way to make an opportunity happen uh, over money mm -hmm. you can still change yourself you can still clean up your area right you know what I mean? And it's not all about filth and stuff. I'm just using that as an yeah, example. Yeah, 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 yeah. In that way, I do believe that you can manifest a better life or manifest things into your life. But sitting here talking about how you're going to make it as a rapper one day because somebody's going to discover you on Instagram. You're going to get that Bugatti. Mm -hmm. You're not speaking it into, into reality, son. You have to be realistic with it. That's, that's what I think it really comes down to. What it is? What is it that you really need at your core? Like I said, I'm, I mentioned this one particular thing. There's more things that I, I, I needed from a partner, which you offer me a lot of those things as well. But one, a, a very important thing for me was to be understood. And right. that's a realistic 
thing to want. Yeah. I mean, listen to Nina Simone. Right. There you go. I wanted to have a partner that was my friend that I could sit around and laugh with and talk with and enjoy. And we could still, you know, do adult grown up things and whatever. Those are things that I, I, I really. Sex? Yes. 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 Shout out yes, to Simone. Yes. <laughs> If y'all don't get that reference, just go, go check out that last check episode. Out that and you'll last get it. Episode, you'll understand. Uh, but those are things that are important to me. Being understood and having that friendship is really, really crucial to having a long-lasting relationship with someone. And that's what I wanted. But you know, the way that I felt like was in time. And if I didn't get it, I was cool with spending the rest of my life by myself. You have to be that way. I mean, I hate to say it, but you really do have to be comfortable with being alone before mm-hmm. you can successfully be with someone else. Right. Right. It, it, it won't happen for you until you realize that you can make it on your own. Yeah. You know when, what? When you see that you don't have to rely on anybody else. Yeah. You don't have to put yourself out to put up with this person because you need them. Right. Man, they weren't there for the first part of your life. Right. You don't need them for the next part. I have to work myself up to telling this part of the story. I, I, I want to tell this because it, it's very related to relative uh, relevant to what you're saying right now. Okay. Um, I have to figure out how to say it without saying too many uh things that are giving away you know certain aspects of the story oh, i thought you were trying to figure out how to do it without cursing that's my biggest problem sometimes huh. in this, this we know. particular show <laughs> we know that <laughs> but um that that was part of one of the things that happened for me as well when i realized that this person in my life wasn't benefiting me in any way and all the things that and I, i'm not saying that you have to you have to benefit from your partner but they should be bringing something to you that's beneficial in a way you a, should be benefiting yes. from your partner not necessarily monetarily right or like with things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but at least emotionally you have to benefit from this right um and i was able to get really huge life-changing because it was life-changing things that happened done for myself by myself and i was so happy with that knowing that i can i don't need this person in my life and all you're doing is bringing me headaches and heartaches for real i can now spend and I'm, i'm getting all these things done without you what why was i wasting my time because sometimes you have to. I mean, honestly, that's the way that's most people learn mm-hmm. the best. I mean, uh, everybody mm-hmm. can learn different ways. Yeah. It's just which way do you learn the best? Right. Some people going in there and fucking it all up. Yeah. You win, you fuck it up. That's not the way that I, I learn best, mm-hmm. but I've learned some of my best lessons that way. Mm-hmm. I go in, I face it, I fuck it up, I fall down, I come the fuck back, and I fuck it up. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I keep coming back until I get it right. Sooner mm-hmm. or later, I figure out what I'm doing wrong. Mm-hmm. In almost everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm not so much of a fuck it up kind of person. I mean, I, I can fuck it up. And I definitely fucked up a lot at that point. Um, Don't call me Rex Shit Brown for nothing. No, Rex Shit Brown. It's almost dead by daylight time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> call me Rex Shit. Oh, gosh. But it's, it's really important that you take the, all of these life lessons and learn from them. That is so crucial. That's what really, for me, that is what helped me manifest something amazing in my life by learning my lessons i'm still working through them you don't learn them overnight and you sometimes you learn them you fuck it up you got to relearn it again yeah because sometimes you thought you learned but you didn't that's real growth yes realizing that what you learned wasn't the lesson right but i'm still taking the lessons and i apply them i'm applying them still yeah and uh you're actively learning them i am actively learning and you know it, it i can't say it's not benefiting me it is and very happy where i am in my life that makes me feel real good you should wreck it all right that's all i've got to say about that <laughs> i'll call you wreck it brown or fuck it up brown 
<laughs> Rexit Brown fits just fine. All right, Rexit Brown. All right, now we got You got to come up with a moniker now, cause oh, you know you're a brown too. I know. I mean your name. Well, say I've been brown my whole life. That was really <laughs> awkward for me to say to a black woman as a white male. You're a brown too. Uh, if we were out in the street, we would have got funny looks. If we were in New York, I might have got slapped for that. Oh my gosh, I remember when I was a kid. This is a real random story, real quick before we stop. Um, there was the public library in my area. Okay. My mom used to take me to the library once a week, every week. We rarely missed a week going to the library. Very nice. Anyway, the la- the main librarian there, her name was Mrs. Brown. Now, mind you, I was probably like, I moved to that area when I was five. So I was probably somewhere between like seven and nine. Young. Yeah. Lady's name was Mrs. Brown. So I remember one day I asked my mom, I was like, is her name Mrs. Brown because she's brown? Do you think if she was white, her name would be Mrs. White? My mom was like, that's not a nice thing to say. But I was a kid. I didn't, I didn't know better. Shit, my father probably would have just said, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> she was like, that is not nice. I still don't really know what was not nice about it because as a kid, you see things, you make observations and you kind of piece things together. You know, in a weird way, but she thought it was you know, very disrespectful to her brownness. So, and here we are. Fast forward. I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that probably could have been perceived that way. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But fast forward to, uh, you know, mad years later, and I'm Mrs. Brown. Bam. Just mm-hmm. like that. It had nothing to do with your skin color. Uh, now, you don't see, that's a lesson that you didn't it? learn right away. Oh, God. <laughs> look, you can look at my track record. I, you'll see for yourself. It uh, doesn't. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Uh, oh, dear. Anyway. That's all I got. That was just a random thing that popped into my head. I haven't thought about that in years. It was a little random. It was. No. Beautiful is beautiful. Oh, thank you. You're so awesome. All, all right. right. Stop it. We got to go do adult things now. Yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. Like video games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for yeah, listening. Thanks for tuning in. See ya. Peace out. Coffee Cream and Convo is hosted by Heidi and Tommy Brown. Email us at coffeecreamandconvo at yahoo.com with any questions, comments, or suggestions. Join us at Coffee Cream and Cobble on Instagram or Dead Savage on Facebook. Be sure to visit us on our website at DeadSavageProductions.com. Coffee Cream and Cobble is a Dead Savage production. Outro by Bree. Bye!